You don't know me. A confession I can't take back. I am... The Masked Speaker. You know, I've never confessed in a church before, but I have been inside one of those confessional booths. Yeah, they're huh, Wait, what were you doing yeah. there? Well, I would tell you what happened inside there, but we both promised that we would oh. never say a word about it. Gosh. Anyway, that's a story for another uh -oh. time, because now we need to hear about somebody else's naughty past. One of our listeners is on the line, ready to finally get something off of their chest. He's chosen to go by the name Jason. Which is a serial killer's name. In I know certain the way ways. you said it. There's a lot of people in the world. That Jason, haven't... welcome inside the Brooke and Jeffrey confessional booth. Hey guys, how you doing? You're sure that uh, nobody can identify me here? No. no. Yeah, you no. sound like a serial killer. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is anonymous, right? right. Yeah. Okay, I did it. I did kill all of them. Jason, you are today's mass speaker. Your phone line is being run through the voice changer, so no one will be able to tell who you are. Whenever you're ready, go ahead. Hit us with your confession. All right. This was a few years ago. I worked at a restaurant in the area. Cool. Um, I I worked there for a while, and you know, got up to the point where I was a shift manager, and I was somebody who would close the place. Eventually, where I was pretty much always the last person out at the end of the night. Okay. Okay. Everything there was pretty good, though, except the owner of the place. The owner uh, of the place was your classic restaurant, yeah. gigantic ego, blowhard. Yeah. Always bragging about how he learned to cook in Belgium, which I guess was supposed to be impressive. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The waffles are good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I guess. Yeah. But, you know, that we'd, we'd hear Belgium a hundred times a night. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a Annoying. drinking game at that point. Oh, uh, I used to work in a restaurant, and it's so funny because it's so stereotypical and true. Yeah, <laughs> the owners are always owners all about always. themselves. Do yeah. you want to know why I started this place? Yeah. Like, no, no, I don't. Not I really. have tables. Don't care. Yeah. Okay, so what's the deal with you and this owner? Well, you know, he had a giant ego and also like a really short fuse and a big, huge temper. Uh -oh. So if he wasn't talking about Belgium, he was screaming at us, throwing stuff against oh, the yeah. wall. Mm. It seems right. Just charging around and like abusing the staff, basically. Yeah. Jeez. So what did you do? Did you do something to like get back at him for his behavior or something? I mean, we all just kind of put up with it because, you know, you made decent money at the place, et cetera, et cetera. Right. The straw that broke my back was one night. I saw him physically throw a homeless guy out of the place. Somebody who had like scraped together his money, come in, gotten something, you know, gotten some food, and then was like a couple dollars short. And this guy grabs this guy by the shirt, no. drags him to the door, and throws him onto the oh ground out the front. Oh my god, that's terrible! What a terrible person! Yeah. And you witnessed that happen? Yeah, it was oh, disgusting. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm so glad you guys agree because it was nuts. Yeah, can you imagine if we were like, oh, good for him? I yeah. mean, <laughs> well, the guy that's how you run a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, man. terrible. So, what did you do when you saw that? Well, I mean, I almost said something. I almost intervened. I didn't. But instead, I went home that night and I hatched a plan. Okay, uh -oh. diabolical, uh -oh. my friend. Okay. Well, basically, I went for a little poetic justice here since I was the guy who closed. Starting that next night, every night at the end of the shift, I'd make sure everybody else was gone. I'd open up the back door, and I'd start giving free meals to anybody I could find out there who was looking to eat and was living on the street. Yes! Oh, wow. You're like the Robin Hood of the restaurant industry. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty noble. That so, like, really, I mean, how... you would, but you would get, I mean, me being an old restaurant guy, you would instantly be fired if your yeah, boss found you out. Would. 
Well, yeah, I mean, you probably know from the business, you end up throwing out so much food yeah, anyway. Totally, yeah, totally. Oh, and this was, and this owner was the kind of guy who would like tell you to pour bleach on any food before you threw it out, yeah. so that nobody could get it. Yeah, it is. It's yeah, sad, that's really? a that's a practice to like ruin the food before you throw it out, so people aren't scrounging around in dumpsters behind your restaurant. I would think it'd be for like the rodents, so that the rodents don't come crawling around the back. Nah. But it's for it the people. Both, so, yeah. Jason, you were giving out free meals to people on the streets who needed it. For how long? Yeah, a few months, honestly. Like, oh my God. It, it was one of those things where it simultaneously felt good because I was doing something good, and it felt good because it was revenge on this jerk. Wow. Yeah. Double yeah. good. Totally. <laughs> so you never got caught? Uh, well, I didn't say that. So <laughs> after a while, things kind of escalate, things kind of grow, and I start hearing that the accounting team right. is, like, having a hard time making everything pencil out. Yeah. And eventually that went yeah. on long enough that the owner started sniffing around. At some point, he came back to the restaurant after he'd already left, oh, and he man. sees a line of, like, 20 dudes and ladies yeah, out there at the back. Oh. Yeah. You know, so I was, I was canned immediately, and... I want to make sure you hide my voice because, like, he always threatened he was going to sue me or something or whatever. I don't know, but yeah. Oh man, I'm not sorry about it. I feel great about it. I think over those couple of months, I probably fed three, four hundred different people. Okay, yeah. Oh, man, well, awesome. Tell us if you get a restaurant job because I love free food. Yeah, yeah. or tell, <laughs> us, tell us where that free door is. I doubt, <laughs> I doubt there's going to be any restaurant owners that are going to hire you though yeah. after hearing this story. <laughs> Which is he awesome. Can't, they won't know he's he's who he is. That's no. why we mask his voice. <laughs> That's exactly. a good point. And so the best part is, yeah. Now I run a food bank and a soup oh, kitchen. Oh, I'm gonna cry! You're oh, so, so sweet. It's come Change full circle. Now the that... owner lost his restaurant and he has to eat at the food bank where you were. <laughs> Jason. That's really beautiful, well, Jason. If that does happen, he should, you know, keep his nose open for the smell of bleach. All right? okay. <laughs> oh, oh wow, dude. Thanks for sharing that, Jason. You're Text in to 78592. If you have a confession <laughs> that you've been holding on to, we'll hide your identity with a voice changer so you can be the next master.